This is Teacher Becomes a Student. Have teachers done the very homework they assign? Do they really live inside the school? In this podcast, you'll learn about all that and more. Stay tuned until the end. Starting off a bit simply, uh, just tell us a bit about yourself. All right. Well, first, I'll start by saying thank you guys so much for inviting me to be on this podcast. I think this is an amazing idea that you have to kind of build connection between students and staff members. Um, Definitely after this experience of a pandemic where there's been so much opportunity for for disconnect and a lack of connection. Um, So thank you guys again. Um, My name is Nicole. I am 26. I'm a middle school counselor currently working with eighth grade. I loved school. I went on to go to college, get my bachelor's. Um, I studied psych and political science. Um, And then I went on to Monmouth University for grad school to be a school counselor and ended up in this wonderful school district. Yeah, that's some of my uh, educational experience, I guess. I'm really excited to get to know and hear from you guys as human to human. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. And just to continue, uh, what was one of those like tough assignments you've had? So honestly, school was something that never necessarily came easy to me. I just valued being a student. I loved learning. Um, So I did struggle a lot academically, but put in a lot of work and therefore was able to compensate and make good grades. My like toughest assignment of all time that I distinctly remember was my first day of college. I walked in to my first class and my professor assigned an eight page paper um, on utilitarianism, which is a philosophical concept. In high school, I had never had to write an eight page paper and that was absolutely ludicrous. I was just like, what, an eight page paper? I had written five pages, maybe max um, in high school. So that was mind blowing for me. And I was like, how am I gonna do this? And I definitely had a moment of calling my parents, freaking out, saying I'm not ready. I distinctly remember looking at that and saying, there's no way I can hack it here. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to to manage this. Um, but somehow I didn't. I ended up getting a nice 84 on my first college paper. How are you preparing your students to uh, get them ready for high school and college? Oh man, I am doing my very best. Um, ultimately, I think, that what I try to instill in students is the importance of knowing yourself. I was always a student that procrastinated, um, but I also knew that I worked well under pressure. So it's okay to be a procrastinator, but then you have to, you know, know that you're gonna have to like bang out an awesome assignment under under pressure when there's a time limit. Like I said, loaded question team. Um, there's a lot that goes into obviously making a good student as you guys know. For me, something that I really needed growing up was socializing. Um, So I made study groups, especially in eighth grade. It was really hard for me. So uh, after school, I'd be like, anyone in my classes want to come over? We all did homework together. And that was how I combined working with my friends, like getting that socializing time in while also getting my work done. Since we're in the pandemic, how would you recommend us to get our socializing in? Oh, man, again hard-hitting questions, but you're right. Every circumstance is different for every for every student, so I can't speak on a general level, but hypothetically, you guys have still found time to connect with your peers in some capacity. Just right now, it's virtual. Um, I know many students use Discord and that they're using Discord to connect with their peers and play video games and watch movies and things like that. Hypothetically, you could still do that and talk about academics. I know a lot of kids, like now, as you said, like without socialization, a lot of kids feel bored at home. They feel like they have nothing to do. How many extracurriculars do you think kids should get involved in so that like it wouldn't be too much? I would say 
honestly, fill up your time with as many feel good things as possible. Um, this has been un unprecedented. I, in my lifetime, have never lived through a pandemic while I was in school. Development, like amongst your peers, like peer group socialization, making friends and connections is paramount at this age that you guys are all in. How many things you should be involved in, I think that it's whatever makes you feel good and however much free time you have while still maintaining academics is ideal. Yeah, and I think one of the points you're trying to make is that like you want to uh, affiliate like academic things with parts of life that are, are leisure. And I think that transitions really well into into another question. So how do you think workload has changed from uh, your time as a student and now your time as a teacher? That's a really, really, really good point and good question. Also, my answers in this regard might differ a little bit um, than a teacher's would. Um, as a school counselor, obviously, my role is to support students emotionally, socially, and academically. I personally think that your priority as young people should be on connection and getting involved and learning, but not so much being overworked to the point of stress. I guess in workload comparison, it might be the same. I can't say that you guys have more or less homework than I did when I was younger, but I, I personally, um, do not think that it is wise to overwhelm young people with homework. So this might get me in a little bit of trouble um, by saying this, but I think that it's more important for you guys to have exposure to the world, connection to others, getting outside. There's other things that I would prioritize. I remember, you know, crying to my parents, freaking out when I had two huge assignments and a test due um, within the same week. I was like, how am I gonna manage this all? Um, all of those things are, those feelings are very similar to what I hear students tell me now. I just don't see the value in over assigning homework. It's a lot, it's a lot to manage. School is, is hard. Who has been the most influential to you with regard to your education? Oh, great question. But I would definitely say my most influential educator that I've come in contact with would be this teacher. I did not have her personally as a teacher, right. but she she did teach my friends in math. It was, I think my sophomore year. She saw something in me. I don't exactly know what it was. She saw me heading down a path that she thought was not ideal. So she kind of took me under her wing and said, hey, I want you to be part of this club. And I really enjoyed the club so much. I got so invested in the people I met, in the mission of the club, in trying to get my friends to not make poor decisions. I went on a bunch of trips all over the state, like all over the country. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I remember like there's always that one teacher that always believes that you can be the best. And really the person that did that to me was my fourth grade teacher. She really helped me join like specific extracurriculars and sought out like the best for me, wanted me to do what I was interested in. I would actually like to share something about that. My fourth grade teacher, she always like, whenever I tried to answer anything in class, she would always like take me to the back of the room and then like silently like almost yell at me for like answering because I was answering like too smart or something. If they're genuinely criticizing you for something that isn't constructive, you could have in that situation, the reflection that could be that could have been made was that she's yelling at me for being for being smarter. I am smarter. Wow. Like I feel like that's one of the distinctions that should be made. The way that teachers interact with you does leave an impact and a legacy. If I could kind of like I said, some of what you guys are all saying. I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to be a school counselor when I was in school, but I knew that I had had a lot of life experiences that made me super empathetic 
I always felt like I resonated with other students and their pain, but mental health was always something that was super, super important to me. I struggled with a plethora of issues related to peer pressure and grief and loss. I just knew that with all my experiences and things that, like I said, I went through, I couldn't just keep that to myself anymore and I had to share that. Have you ever like seen something in a student uh, that isn't like just purely academic? Have you seen something that, you know, extends beyond, I guess, the realm of school education? Let me interrupt. Yes. I see something in all of you guys right now that goes beyond purely academic. I don't have your grades up in front of me. I wouldn't look, but I see leadership right now in all of you guys. I see creativity. I see um, adaptability. I see so much beyond just academics. And that's part of my role. I don't just judge students purely by their academics. There's so much more to people than that. Every single student has impacted me in some way and they could be failing every class, but they that doesn't mean that there's not you know, this glimmer of what they can what they can bring and what I see. This was a really great experience getting to hear from like a teacher, um, a counselor, and just get to like share ideas, talk one-to-one. -one. I think that this podcast is absolutely amazing. You guys have done something that I don't think that has been done so far um, at our middle school. I think that it is a wonderful idea to bridge the, the gap of misconnection between staff and students. I think that you guys are amazing hosts. I know how much prep and conversation and work has gone into making this happen and getting this started. So I am so impressed and I am so honored that you guys asked me to be on this podcast. Like I said, I, I can't speak about it enough, but I'm really excited to listen to the next episodes and get to hear more student-to-student -student conversations. This is gonna be a masterpiece when it's finished. And I am so thankful to have you guys in our school and to be part of this. We have a life, us, us teachers <laughs> outside of this. We are human beings. And that was Teacher Becomes a Student. Hopefully you enjoyed our show. Stay tuned for more episodes.